The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, uh, 306 on this Tuesday afternoon. It's Jalen and Andrew. Hey, uh, before we switch topics, yes, so, so many of you texted mm-hmm. in about our topic in the last half hour as to when the appropriate time would be to introduce your children to Or how alcohol, you've done it. Yeah. Or how you've done it. And the story was launched by the uh, story of a British mother who says she lets her kids drink alcohol at 13, which she feels will cause them to be more responsible with their drinking. So many texts. I'll read a few of them. Uh, had my first taste of... Uh, vino when I was three or four. Most of my Mm -hmm. Italian relatives did as well. Wine, always a part of our dinner table. And this, I think I was nine and my brother was eight when our parents started allowing us to drink wine on very special occasions. They helped us learn responsible drinking habits. And again, you know, I have to say that this actually, and I agree with these texts, but it flies in the face of studies which suggest that 15 is the absolute bottom end. Yeah, and it's important to note, too, that we're not saying that, oh, if you introduce your kids to alcohol early, they're going to become alcohol right, alcoholics, right. because we do... Or that they're not going or to Or that become. they're not going right. to, yes. Uh, my two cents, born and raised in Alberta, spent two years in Spain. Yeah. Uh, Mallorca? Mallorca. Mallorca. Uh, there is no age limit to drink in Spain. In the time I was there, you never spotted any drunken Spanish people. It was a way of life. Uh, and alcohol was never an issue when watching Spanish people out celebrating or having supper. Hmm. And this was, uh, just to follow up on this, um, there was uh, the Institute of Alcohol Studies. And you talk about being drunk in front of your children, as parents being drunk in front of your children. Mm. Um, three in ten parents admit to have uh, being drunk around their children. And then when you kind of look at the numbers... So, just break this, just hear me out for a second. Some of the findings, 29% of parents say they've uh, they've been drunk in front of their children. 51% say they've been tipsy in front of their children. 29% thought it was okay to get drunk in front of their child as long as it wasn't a regular occurrence. Now, it doesn't say the age of those children, um, but when children witness their parents drinking, several emotions that they felt. 18% said they felt embarrassed. Mm. 11% say they felt worried. 7% said their parents argued with them more than usual. 8% said their parents were more unpredictable. Uh, 12% say their parents had paid them less less attention. And 15% say their bedtime routines had become disrupted. So this sounds like maybe, you know, more heavy, Mm -hmm. heavy drinking front instead of maybe, you know, that that once-off party in the backyard or whatever it is. But yeah, just some interesting perspective from the kids' side on on, on what they see. Well, you know the other... how they register it. The other part of that conversation, if you want to get into that, and why not, is the blind eye to parenting. That if you've been through it, if you've had children through their teens, you have to make a decision about turning a blind eye because you know that that party they're going to over the mm-hmm. weekend probably has alcohol and drugs added. You know that if they have friends over and they're down in the basement that they might be having a drink. So those are things you kind of, you turn a blind eye to, uh, not to say that you don't address them, that, hey, look, you better not get in a car, you phone me when you're, whatever. But to pretend that you 
it's not happening or to suggest to the kids that it can't happen is actually, in my mind, and again, I'm just a parent, it's actually putting pressure on the kids to lie to you. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to do that. But then the other side of it is, I'll tell you where it gets really sticky. A great example would be when my son Dave got married and his friends put a stag together for him. They put the stag together in B.C. The drinking age in B.C. is 19. Mm -hmm. Dave's only brother is Hunter who was 18 at the time. So he gets invited to the stag by the friends, and now he's got a quandary. He can't legally drink in British Columbia. So I had said, well, look, you know, if, if they're renting a place, and of course, you know, go have a few drinks. No, they're planning to go to a bar. And what the friends had suggested was just get a fake ID. <laughs> so Hunter says to me, I don't know how to get a fake ID. And he, and he says, I don't, what do you think of me getting a fake ID? And as much as I encourage my kids to have the most honest and open conversations with me, if I were him and I were 18, that is what I would do. But I'm not going to tell mm -hmm. my son that I believe that he should break the law yeah. and get fake ID. Did so, you have fake ID when you were? I did. Yeah. I never, I never had fake ID. I never did. did, yeah. You had that one guy in your group that, re that reached uh, age of consent uh, or, or legal age before you, right? He was the guy, and it's harder to do now, probably, I hope it is, because now everything has to be government-issued with a picture, and it's pretty easy to spot fakes, right, if you're uh, a sensible bar owner. But we would just get him to say he lost his social insurance card and his birth certificate, and back when they had, you know, the mm -hmm. little plastic ones. So he would just get... 10 pairs of those and sell them to all his friends. So we would never enter the bar at the same time because we all had the same name, right? <laughs> so like I said, there's, there's things that you did as a kid that I don't necessarily want to encourage my kids to do, but I want to be aware of the fact that they might. Do you know what I mean? Because as yeah. soon as you say, well, listen, as a kid, I got fake ID and I went to a bar, you're, you're, I, I think that's not good parenting. I, I, I don't think it's hypocritical either. I think I, I think that if you encourage them to do something wrong and illegal, you're opening the door for them to take, you know, you give an inch and they'll take mm -hmm. a mile, right? So in that particular case, Hunter decided not to go. I, I'm wondering how many... So when we were, let's say, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, not even 15 for me, it was more like 17, probably 18, 19, but I, I know it starts much younger now because I know it with my boys. Um, with drinking, do you think that the 15, 16, 17, 18, and, and even the, you know, into the 20s are are doing that anymore? Are, are they, I guess they're still going to the bars because the mm -hmm. bars are, are packed, or are they getting away from going to the bars and, and, and doing the drinking, and maybe they're using a little, they're using pot instead, or or just not at all? Well, and there's another and question. So, and you're the one, so your kids are 19 and, and well, 21. Hunter's 20 now. 20. Yeah, so, 20 so my youngest is 20, yeah. Um, you know, I know my youngest is 23, will still like to have a beer, has no interest in drugs or pot or anything like that whatsoever. And and the oldest, too, likes wine, you know, that sort of stuff. You know, the other side, not not there. But I'm wondering if, if that's starting to change a little bit in that demo. I don't know if it is. I don't, I mean, my kids, and that's the other thing, too. Hunter and I go drinking on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. um, I never went drinking with any of my other kids. I did not go drinking with my parents. Um, but I'm trying to show by example a responsible way to have a few beers. Oh, well, and then you also you want someone to go and, and watch the game with or go yeah, play darts with. Yeah, he's a friend. I mean, yeah. You don't have to, yeah, he's legal. He can drink. I exactly. Um, 
But I would never smoke weed with any of my kids. I, I'm pretty firm Why? on that. Uh, Even when it becomes in, legal? Yeah, because I don't believe in drugs. Um, I mean, I believe they exist. I just don't... I don't, you know, and I'm not taking a hard stand on this. I think the legalization of marijuana is a good idea, primarily, I think, from a tax revenue perspective, although the premier seems to have suggested this morning there's it's not she, a moneymaker. Yeah, maker. I kept talking about not being a moneymaker. I'm like, look at Colorado. Yeah, I'm personally, I've just been raised and personally don't so, see the upside of drugs. Let's just throw this one out at you. Mm. So pot becomes legal July 1st. Yeah. Your kids, who maybe aren't big drinkers, but like uh, to, to have uh, a puff on a joint, every once in a while come home or they're at your place or maybe it's the, the kids that are still living with you and instead of cracking a beer want to go out on the back porch and uh and have a pull on that it's legal yeah it's legal are you going to allow it no uh, there it there's legal i mean there's a lot of things that are legal that my children are not allowed to do there's laws and then there's rules i mean no they're not no one's smoking dope in my house my friends aren't going to, my children are not going to, I'm not going to. And again, I know I'm listening to myself sound like I'm anti-marijuana. Mm-hmm. I, I do think it should be legal. Um, I do like the potential for tax revenue, but then I'm a 60-year-old guy almost. Um, it's just not my thing, and I would prefer my kids not uh, get into it. Honestly. Yeah, but drinking might not be their thing, and, and, and pot, that's how how they're going to chill out after a tough day at work. Well, and we'll have to have that conversation, yeah. right? But um, but no, I, I think by allowing it or by trying to be my kids' friends and saying, oh, if that's what you've chosen, I, I think I'm doing, in my mind, I'm doing a bit of a disservice to my children because... How is that different from alcohol? Because I... Alcohol to me, and maybe I am being a hypocrite here. Alcohol to me is something that used in, um, used moderately and used responsibly, is just fun. Um, for and I'm not going to suggest that marijuana is a gateway drug to anything more serious, but I just think that I I don't know a story involving drugs that has a really happy ending. And and I, I I've just I've seen over the years my friends who have stayed with nothing but marijuana and used it recreationally, they may not see the difference and they don't see the harm. I see the difference in them. I see the difference in their ability to have sometimes intelligent conversation or they have memory lapses or their personalities have changed. It mm. it to my way of thinking it has a longer lasting effect. Um, than does alcohol. And I understand both are dangerous and if misused. Anything's dangerous if misused. It's an interesting question that I hadn't even thought about before because our family's just not into that. So I hadn't... That you know of. Uh, I'm pretty confident, honestly. I, I know, you know, I'm, I'm not a naive dad that doesn't know what his kids are up to. I'm sure my kids keep plenty of secrets from me, but there's some things that were... I mean, we've always been a very open family we discuss anything and i've certainly been challenged on every other damn thing in my life so i can't imagine <laughs> that they chose to not challenge me on that yeah. i don't even want to look at the texting line cuz i'm sure i'm upsetting people on no, both sides actually, it's um it's um i'm a dad i don't you know, have so, to necessarily and again, make constantly, sense. Yeah, alcohol is a drug alcohol is a drug mm-hmm, right sure. we have to remember that um yeah, it'll be interesting what what rolls you know no pun intended what rolls around come July first, right? But having said that, if 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 my boys were to come home and wanted to have um, I don't know brownie or whatever it is, <laughs> mm-hmm. nerdo here, um, then I'd I'd probably have to say okay, well it's it's legal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we allow you to drink alcohol, so that's... Well, like I say... And you're, at, you're adults. You're 23, 24, 27 years old. You guys have to make up your mind on that one. Yeah, listen, there's a difference between the two kids living in my home and the two kids living in Calgary, though. I mean, if my kids in Calgary decide that that's something they want to do, as a dad, that's, I'm okay, well, that's well, yeah, your decision. But that's not it. I was asking you when, if they came to your house for a barbecue on Canada Day weekend, and instead of wanting to have a beer, wanted to have a puff on a joint. Huh. Well, the answer is we don't do that at our house, so... I would like I, to think that they would respect that rule. Yeah, it's just, I think it's just a, an interesting. I think it's just an interesting. Ah, you know what happened? Yeah. <laughs> not that, not that I necessarily think everyone's going to go out and sm- start smoking pot and you know all the rest. Well, I've never felt, and that's part of the reason why I'm in favor of legalization of marijuana because I've never felt as though it's going to cause tens upon thousands of people who've never tried marijuana before to start smoking <laughs> marijuana. I don't think it's going to cause people to start driving uh, erratically because I think anybody who smokes marijuana and drives has already been doing it. I I, I, I do have concerns with, with that, but it's the same concerns yeah, I have with alcohol. Yeah, I, I don't really think that there's a whole majority of people or, or a significant amount of people who have never tried marijuana because it's not legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never bought that argument, yeah. right? But again, that's just my opinion. I can't imagine us all sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> just that seems. I almost want to well, do it, it does, now because it if seems it does, like... can you just make sure something is recording something, please? <laughs> yeah. It's three nineteen. Text coming in this afternoon. Andrew, on the marijuana issue at your house, what if one of your friends had medical marijuana? Would you then say no? And I have one more question. Uh, if it were found out to be true that it actually cures a lot of diseases, would then you change your mind? Well, I mean, if somebody's got a medical condition and they're required... Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Look, I'm, you know, I, I've possibly done this to myself in this conversation and made myself look well like I'm intolerant to smoking don't we don't smoke cigarettes uh on the deck of our house in the kitchen in the we don't smoke we smoke cigarettes in a single room in the basement for example so if the question were well what if your child starts smoking cigarettes and wants to have one at the kitchen table well, the answer is no we we don't do that there that's just we don't we don't smoke anything in the house except for in that one little closet of a room in the basement or, well, no, that's it. I was going to say or the garage. We don't use the garage. I'm with Andrew. No drugs, says Dave. Uh, and this one, uh, just throwing this out there, I know it's not a drinking and driving thing, but if you go back, I don't know what the stats are, but people killing innocent people because of drunk driving versus pot or weed or whatever. I'd rather have my kids not out drinking and driving. Rather, I'd have them sit on my back porch and pull on one of those uh, rather than drink beer and then go driving, if you know what I mean. So that's Kelly out of Fort Vermillion. But again, yeah. Again, I, I think you're talking about the drinking and driving stuff or pot and driving. I mean, that's mm-hmm. an issue as well. And, you know, the premier this morning on Jesperson's show said that's one of the concerns that she still really has is, you know, the roadside testing. How are we going to test for that? I don't think anybody should be smoking weed or um, drinking alcohol and then driving. Of course not. That's just, and I don't, don't, don't text me. No, I can do it. I've been doing it for... Yeah, well, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Um, I don't know. Replace pot and booze, and the story works uh, both ways, and I'm against pot. 
Alcohol is a drug. It's pure hypocrisy to consume alcohol and then have rules against weed. Huh. Okay. Booze is way worse for you than weed. Never heard of someone getting stoned coming home and abusing his wife, right? Well, no, you don't know that. I don't know that. Um, look, weed doesn't cure anything. It masks issues. It doesn't cure them. It's, it, again, but everyone, it, you know, Andrew's right. At the end of it all, you know, and I put Andrew on the spot with with that question because yeah, it just kind of it just kind of came up. Yeah. But we all have rules in our house, it, and it could be whether it has to do with booze and your kids, or now maybe pot with your kids, or when you're when your your kids may be living away from home and and living with a girl or a guy, and and now they come back to your place, but you don't want them sharing the same bedroom because mm-hmm. it's your house. It's your house. That's I can right. remember when I graduated from college, I was living with a guy. Um, we had our own apartment. We'd been living together for, but I at, don't know, half a year. Parents but place. at my parents' house, right. That's right. there was no sharing a room. Of course. As somebody, and those were my parents' rules, or that was my yeah. mom's rules, and I respected them. The respect is the key word in what you just said. I, I mentioned a moment ago that when we go out for darts, Hunter and I are out as friends. Uh, and somebody sort of took me up on it on texting, and rightfully so. Uh, we go out and and it's like friends. I should have said it's like friends because I'm always their father. So they will respect me and they will respect my opinions because I am their father. So when yeah. uh, going out with you and Coach and Carol yeah. um, is not the same as me going out with any of my kids. It's not... You know, my my, it's not a license for any of my children to be yeah. disrespectful to me, or you know, there's still rules no yeah. matter where we are. Like I say, those Friday nights with Hunter, I've, I, I don't want to go into a whole lot. It it served many purposes. Yeah, of course. And not the least of which was, we have become so close. And over a beer. We've had such great conversations that have really helped Mm -hmm. with a lot of things. Um, And this is funny, back-to-back text. So, Jaylen, you need to get into this century, number one. How so? Uh, And number two, Jaylen, you would seriously be okay with your kids drinking and smoking weed? Wow, liberals malfunctioning. Uh, My kids are both legal. My kids are both legal. They can have a drink if they want to have a drink. And when uh, drugs are, when, when marijuana is legal as of July 1st, that's their decision. It is not my decision to make. They are in their mid-20s. One of them is almost 30 years old. Mm-hmm. I am not telling them what to do at that point. Just not. I, I always wondered if I would still be the guy who gave my children advice when they were in their 30s or who, you know, tried to tell them what I thought was mm-hmm. right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turns out I am. So, you know what? <laughs> That's just who I am. And I, I, don't... Will, I will give my I will give my boys my opinions yeah. on things. Whether I'm very opinionated. Whether they ask for it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be real. I'm I'm the stepmother that came in when they were 15 and 18 years of age. I'm not. Uh, they they see me as their mother. I am. I did not give birth to them. But the fact of the matter is, I'm more like the really obnoxious, um, <laughs> in your face, big sister who what? tells it like it is. Huh. Whether they like it or not. Let me see if I can wrap my head yeah, around can that. You, can yeah, you get your head wow, around I can that one? sort of see you doing yeah. that. Yeah, wow. 
It is funny because off the top of this conversation, oh, almost an hour ago, I said, anytime you have an opinion on parenting, you're uh-huh. going to get pushback. Oh, and yeah. I was referring to the woman in England who yeah. allowed her 13-year-old to drink. But, of course, I'm getting the pushback now in the texting line. Uh, people, you know, you're a good parent, you're a bad parent, uh, you're a hypocrite, you're this, you're oh. that. Um, at the end of the day, it really comes down to the relationship between me and exactly. my children. And... Uh, uh, you know, your opinion is is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to change how I parent. No, me and either. I'm quite pleased with the results. And I think if you were to speak to my kids, they would be quite pleased with the results as well. We're we have a very happy, healthy. Um, well, here's family. A, we don't have to sit here and defend. Nope, no. It, you don't have to defend. And yeah. oftentimes we end up, because if you could see the text line, oh, yeah. if you could see the text line, you would you would understand so why we might be a little bit on the defense. I'm the worst father in the world right now. Oh, well, so, and I'm you know. just a, you know. Right, yeah. Whatever. But I'm okay. I, I, hey, you know, you know I can live with the results. As far as I'm concerned, my watch isn't done until I'm dead. That's how I look at parenting. And, and yeah, children become adults, and yes, mm-hmm. they make their own decisions. It's still on my watch. How many of you, by the way, as parents when you were younger, smoke pot? Yeah, we need your name <laughs> and address. <laughs> my, my mom threw out a bag that my dad had. Really? Thought it was like old dried up oregano or something. Oh, she didn't throw it out as a, she didn't take a stand on it. No, she, she didn't thought, take a stand on it. But oh. the joke was, and not that dad didn't do it very often when he would go camping, you yeah, know, that sort yeah. of stuff. But yeah, brought it home. And I guess, uh, yeah, the joke to this day, do you remember that time? Even though they're divorced. That was not why they're divorced. That but, was the yeah. weekend. The raccoons were all dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These marshmallows are so good. So good. Conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Okay, it's 339. Um, that was uh, an interesting conversation. Still lots of texts coming in. And uh, I, I guess w- where we left off was um, talking about with the legalization of marijuana come uh, July 1st. Um, we got the discussion about whether or not you would allow it in your home if your kids came home and said, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm gonna light up a joint and take uh, what I drag off. I sound like such a nerd. <laughs> um, off, off a joint. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, instead of, you know, having a drink, would you allow it? And, you, and you're like, no, there's there's no drugs in my house. You're fine when you have a drink, but no, right. no pot. So that's fine. Dave has been holding patiently to talk to us upon this topic. Hello, Dave. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. What's going on? Okay, I'm kind of torn on this because I've been on both sides. I uh, Back in the day when there was heads and jocks and mm-hmm. you'd have two different sides of the party, but I've been at, at Christmas parties where there's a bunch of people going outside and doing their thing, but at the same time, I have, uh, I have a child who is on medical marijuana, mm. and... It really, really helped him, and it. I, I, that's why I'm torn. I really don't know what to say uh, about it. It, I don't like the idea of treating it just like a drink. You okay. can't do that. Why do you think that way? Because number one, smoking a joint is a lot different than having a beer. And why it, is it, it different in your mind? Different. Why? Well, it affects everybody different. Well, so do, but so does alcohol, Dave. One one I beer for one person I, I, can. I agree, but yeah. you can have one. You can have one beer, 
And okay, so you're you're drunk or you're buzzed, but you can have one hoot and you are completely screwed. Well, doesn't it depend on on the marijuana and the strain of the marijuana and, and, and all of that too? Absolutely, Jay. And that's my point. So how do you know what you're getting? So if you're buying from the store, and that's fine. You're getting it from the government and stuff. But you don't know what you're getting. And if you've never done it before, you have no idea what you're getting into. Yeah, you know what, I had a, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day whose uh, mom had just been uh, diagnosed with, hmm, I think stage four colon cancer, if I remember correctly, and uh, she's decided not to have any treatment, but um, wanted to get into the use of some medicinal uh, marijuana or drugs, and the first, and I forget what it was, it does, for some reason, I don't think it was marijuana, it was something else, um, and the first little bit, she took like um, a, a piece the size of a grain of rice, and it just knocked her right out. Again, she'd never taken anything before, hmm. and it pretty much knocked her right out, so it was finding the right level for her, like cutting it down into quarters and that sort of thing. But that's really well, like that, with anything, isn't it, though? Well, and that's, and that's my point, because if, if you have a glass of wine, and everybody gets a little tipsy, whatever. You you do whatever, but you do not get completely screwed right up out of a glass of wine. But yeah. if you have a, a, a hoot and all of a sudden bang, you're, you're, some people, it doesn't affect them the same as it does other people. Yeah, but and, I, now, and now, how do you determine? The biggest thing is, my biggest problem is, okay, people out driving and yeah. and interacting with everybody else. I, I don't necessarily think that you get totally baked off one hoot off of a joint either. I, 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 you know what? I disagree with that. I totally disagree with that. Okay. I, and the only reason I say that is because I've been in the same experience. And, I, and I, it's, it's not like I've never, ever tried anything or yeah. experiments or whatever. But I have been in the positions where I've had one or two hoots and... Oh my God! Yeah. It's, Again, it depends on what you're getting, right? So absolutely. So, and, no, I agree with you on that. Dave, thank you for calling. Well, thank you, and Merry Christmas to you both. You Merry too, Christmas, Dave. To you too. Thank you so much. Okay. See, here's the thing: I look at um, people's legal use of marijuana. I hope the same way non-smokers look at my use of cigarettes. I'm not going to. I don't not going to debate the merits of either. Um, I pay a ton of taxes in my cigarettes. I smoke them in the designated areas and hide behind dumpsters to have them, whatever. I've adhered to whatever rules have been put forward for cigarettes. Don't expect anybody to tell me whether I should or shouldn't smoke. You know, that's my decision. And I don't try and pretend that cigarettes are good for me. I know they're not. Um, but I look at marijuana the same way. Yeah, smoke them. Smoke them if you got them. Pay my taxes for me. I'm, but I'm not going to tell you not to smoke marijuana. Or I'm, but but when it comes to your when home, it comes to my home, my house, my rules. rules. That's it's as simple as that. It's one of those topics. Eh? I can't wait to see. And I can't wait till July first, the weekend after the long weekend. Me either, <laughs> frankly. And you know, there's uh, a wedding at my house that weekend. Marijuana Woo-hoo! is uh, is it? Marijuana is legal among other places, Nevada, right? So on this last trip to Las Vegas, people were outside smoking marijuana yeah. outside the resort. You still the house rules dictate that you can't smoke it in the casinos, but people would go outside the doors and smoke it. 
And it was just it odd. Just, it just stinks. It does really yeah, stink. Yeah, it does stink, yeah. But it's, you know, you can be anywhere at any outdoor event and catch that oh, yeah. whiff, right, it, and think, oh, somebody's it smoking stinks. dope. It is sort but of... But there's a lot of people that think cigarette smoke. Oh, for sure. It, it just was one of those things where it was kind of on day one in Vegas, <laughs> kind of shocking. Like, I think I smell dope. <laughs> and then you realize it's all around you, right? <laughs> Coach and I... Yes. Coach and I went searching last summer under the deck for we, what we thought was there's got to be a skunk around here. There's got to be a oh. dead skunk around here, and we have to find it before the dogs get in it and get either get sprayed <laughs> or um, oh, or roll in it. Yeah. Right? And uh, we couldn't find it. We couldn't find it. Then we're like, oh, okay. So we sit down, and, you know, we'd sit around the fire table, whatever, and then we'd get another whiff of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we realized... That it was it was someone in the neighborhood. <laughs> That's some skunk weed, right? Smoking there. some skunky weed. But we the better part of an hour on and off looking for a dead skunk, dead skunk <laughs> under the porch. <laughs> Brandon says, ah, I have a dead skunk under my deck sometimes, usually on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, we were just idiots. We just had no clue what was going on that day. Oh, what is that smell? Hmm. Was that the church lady that used to do that? Remember the church lady on Saturday night? Yeah, right? yeah. I do. Okay. Anyway. Um, hey, uh, quick question for you. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Ashley, my daughter, who just had a child yep. on Friday, uh, is on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. She typically works as a graphic designer. Yeah. Um, the resort down in Mexico where we're going January 21st, looking forward to it, can't wait. There's still space if you want to join us, just could hold the New West Travel. Um, they have a digital uh, activities board, mm-hmm. and the resort is asking, well, do you have a digital advertisement, basically, that you could put up so our yeah. other resort guests can come to your comedy show? Is it wrong, yes or no, to ask my daughter, who just got home on Sunday with her new child, to design that for me because she's <laughs> she's who does my graphic work. Hey, <laughs> I've not been any mama. I'm not answering that one. Wouldn't that I be think a good... that's going to depend how big your <laughs> how how um, much you think you need. Yeah, mm, uh, I wanted to. Be you good. can ask. Do you remember when we left it up to the resort last year, <laughs> and uh, you had the opportunity to see uh, Andre Rose um, <laughs> at no specific time. Uh, with no real indication of what the show was. So I kind of would like to have a little more control over it this time. <laughs> and Ashley oh. does great work. You can ask her. The I worst know. you can say is no. But I would, I would tee it up very nicely. Hi, honey. No, I did it this way. I'll read you the specific text. Oh, man. Hey, I need you to, to design a graphic for me. You would have buttered that up a little bit? I, yeah, I would have. <laughs> That's going to go well with the ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I give that girl a lot of work. It doesn't matter if you give her a lot of work. The fact of the matter is she's just home with a three-day-old baby. I know, but you know what? There's no circumstance under which my children cannot reach out to me, and I would not be there to assist them with whatever they need. She has a needed. three-day-old baby. Well, I get that. She's got a boyfriend, too. Can't he take a turn? Whatever. Well, we'll just leave it at that. It was a yes or no sort of thing. I'm curious. We'll see what happens. Are you paying her to do it? Should I have to? 
Wouldn't she want to? You know what? Yeah, I'll pay her to do it. Here's what I'll do. I'll get her free tickets to my show on New Year's Eve. How about that? They're already arranged, by the way. <laughs> um... Glenn from the South Side, I remember a few years ago, a friend of mine had a little six-inch high plant in a trailer park. Same thing, his neighbor came over and asked if a skunk was living under the trailer. <laughs> if it smells like skunk, it's fresh and not being smoked. It was probably in Coach's pocket. No, it was most definitely <laughs> not in Coach's pocket. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was being smoked. Um, we went to Colorado for an outdoor concert. They made an announcement that even though pot is legal in Colorado, we were in a venue that was family friendly. Uh, so please, no smoking or marijuana. So glad that they made uh, that announcement. Huh. Well, there you go. It's never wrong to ask. However, be prepared for rejection. I feel as though... How much time do we have here? A couple of minutes? Uh, five. Good. I feel as though this week and of course you're you're not going to be with me next week it's or a short next week, week or the week after and i've got the show next week's show is pretty much programmed they're going to be really fun and a little different a little different than what we normally do here but i think you're going to like it um i'm trying to distract our listeners <laughs> while you're not here and then about the time they're like that's it i'm done you should be back so it'll all work out but i feel as though this week we should have each day something a little Christmassy as we lead up to Christmas. Well, I, I'm glad that you say that because I have lots of stuff prepared. Good, good, excellent. I thought perhaps I'd just touch on this one. Yes, sir. Um, but, you know, on Friday, we should probably mention as well, again, we're going to have Santa Claus in Sandy. studio. It's going to be great. Taking calls from your children. Yes. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell this story. Perhaps I should. I didn't intend to. Um, this was something that we did many years ago, and it used to be part of my act, my stand-up act for a time, about the time that my previous partner in the afternoon suggested the idea, we mm. should have Santa Claus come mm -hmm. in and take calls from children, and then uh, no child called because it turned out uh, children didn't listen to us. So, but their parents but do. But their parents do. So we're encouraging We did it before. You. We've the done it before, and it's before. worked out fabulously. This is our third Christmas you and I? Yeah, so we're mm. actually coming up on three years in January. Nice. Well, isn't that nice? Not two years. So we'll have Santa Claus. We'll take your calls. We would prefer your calls over texts because Santa wears gloves. It's hard for him to type. It is. And he's going to be, you know, right here. Mm -hmm. He's right here. So why wouldn't everything. you want to, yeah. you know, talk to him? But I thought while we're uh, doing a little Christmas talk um, that I bring your attention to this. I sent you a link to this, but there was only one part of the article that I was really interested in. It's from a website called Career Builder. Mm. And any time... Why, why were you on that? <laughs> I'm on it quite frequently. <laughs> it has nothing to do with wanting to switch careers. What it has to do with, they they have... It's a great uh, resource if you are trying to switch careers. But And LinkedIn right after that. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. Career Builder is also pretty funny because they have a lot yeah. of studies that they do, right? Where they ask... And they ask questions like, and we've done it on the show, um, the worst excuse for missing work or, um, you know, the worst uh, calamity during a job interview or something like this. But in this particular case, they asked people uh, who have participated in Secret Santa at their workplace what the worst gifts were that they received. And <laughs> from, from colleagues? From colleagues, right. Is and it Secret Santa? or It's is a this... Secret Santa sort of situation, okay. right, where you drew a name and you were supposed to get them a gift. So they didn't say within $10 or a price range or anything like that, and they didn't take the number one answers. What they did was they took the most unusual answers okay. and in their mind said, okay, these are the 10 weirdest gifts that two co-workers exchanged with one another as part of a Secret Santa program. Here they are. Uh, number one, earrings shaped like chickens. <laughs> Somebody, that's a re-gift. 
that's got to be a read gift. Uh, coupons from a local grocery store. Okay. <laughs> that's coupons that's, are never a weird. good gift. Yep. Uh, roasted grasshoppers. Watuko. Somebody brought those home from Mexico. A roll of saran wrap. Hey, you can. You, it's functional. And you can. You know those the rolls of saran wrap you buy normally? Yeah. And it, it runs out, and then you get those great right. big giant ones from yeah. I don't know where they're from, but they're Costco, last forever. Guess. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. Well, so I'll keep that in mind if no. I ever draw you in the I, Secret Santa. You're or, not in Secret Santa. Or if Santa. I ever participate. Uh, a jar of glitter. <laughs> hey, who doesn't need a jar of glitter? <laughs> We're all unicorns. It'd be hard to hide who the Secret Santa was if you give away glitter, because that stuff sticks to everything. Everything. Uh, a coaster with their face on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, not the face of the person you're giving it to, but, but your their face. face. So if yeah. you were giving it to me, it would be your face. That's right. Mm. Although I did give you a, a bobblehead. Yeah, it's still on my desk. Yep. A recipe for their dip. Well, hey. But you that's know, not a gift. Uh, Somebody I'm not goes, sure I love your gift. Dip. I'm not sure that's a gift. I mean, I've shared the recipe for my dips with yeah. Carol and Brenda. Yeah, as has Carol. She's got this seven layer dip. Yeah, that's just but mad, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to wrap it up and put it exactly. in the card at Christmas. Okay. Exactly. Uh, an ornament shaped like an engagement ring. Awkward. Remember, coworker to coworker. Awkward. An ornament shaped like an engagement ring. A wooden cat statue. Well, was she a cat lady? I don't a know cat her. Cat person. Okay. And in their estimation, the worst mm-hmm. present exchanged during a uh, Santa's uh, Secret Santa's used candles. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> used candles. That's really bad. That is really bad. Okay, Chedville, curious to know your worst Secret Santa gift ever. Texas at 6.30, I happen to have the best Secret Santa this year, uh, and she knocked it out of the ballpark, so no complaints here whatsoever. But in the past, have received some very bizarre, useless Secret Santa gifts. What's the worst one you've ever received? The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.